Hey, y'all, my name is Moon Graffon. Welcome to the Moon Graffon Podcast, where we break down the issues of the day around the United States of America. Hey, it's an honor to have a friend of mine by. He's been a, in the banking business for 50-plus years, and he's been around all these things from the re- re- recessions. I don't know about the depression, but he's been around recessions. He's seen interest rates skyrocket. He, he's kind of seen all this stuff go on and before. And uh, Rusty, first of all, uh, good day. I hope you're having a good day, man. Having a great day, Moon. Couldn't be any better. Well, you know, Rusty, let's. I'm going to take you in two or three different positions, uh, two or three different ways, and during the course of the, the 20 minutes or so that we're going to talk about this, I'll talk about economy first. Uh, you know, I, I so much money out there. The federal government spends so much money. We see high prices in everything. It's because they printed a lot, but. When you look at the economy now, and you let's say you go back even to, to when Ronald Reagan came in, we was having a lot of the same problems. I think they're worse now, maybe not. How do you look at the economy from a banking perspective now? Well, you know, Moon is two economies. There's the one in America, and there's the one on sixteen hundred Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Avenue. And I apologize, I got a little cough, but. Uh, the fact of the matter is the American economy is hurting a pretty good bit. Inflation is still running rampant, uh, up 6.8% today, 6.4, 6.5, depending on who you want to listen to. Uh, and let me just give you, you as a little situation here. If you run that for four or five years, you're talking about anywhere from 30 to 40% of your money just disappearing, Okay. Big, big problem. I went through this in the Reagan years. Uh, they served on the Fed with some of the people that were involved with that. And as you remember, they had to get the prime rate up to 21%. So, you know, but the White House says, oh, there's no inflation problem. Things are really good. You know, he announced it's coming down today. <laughs> then the American people are not feeling it well. There's no proof to that. So, He's dumped another 20 million gallons of oil on it. Let me just give you a few quick numbers. Cereal's up 15%. Bread's up 15%. You know, everything you eat, eggs, fruit of roof, sausage, hot dogs, turkey. Now, I know the White House has people that cook for them, and don't see these 10%, 12% increases. Uh, I got a friend that's an egg farmer. Their price is up 70% right now. That's basics, okay? Coffee's up 13%. Butter. 27%. 27%. Baby food, which is an essential to people who have babies, that's up 10%. Those are huge, huge numbers year over year. And of course, fuel oil is up 27%. And, uh, you know, that's why he's dumping another 20 million gallons out of the petroleum reserve. So inflation is a big, big problem. It is really starting to bite a lot of people. And uh, you're starting to see some real slowdowns. Uh, I had to go get something checked on my wife's car today, and it's a Lincoln, so I'll tell you what it was. Went to the dealership, signs all over everywhere. We're sorry we cannot get parts right now. Wow. Okay? And I talked to them about it. They said it's, it's pretty simple. And so overall, from January 22, January 23, groceries increased 11.3%. That's a huge number. Electricity's up 12%. That's a huge number. Those are the things that people really feel, not even counting rent, which are by a record of 8% across America. So the Fed has a lot, a lot of work left to do. 
Uh, I will tell you that you can look for some more rate increases, yeah. and those are slowly going to really eat into people's abilities. Well, let, let me ask this question, Rusty, and, and just for comparison, go back to when Reagan came in. I mean, it was ridiculous. 14% uh, inflation, 21% interest rates, or vice versa. Uh, is this situation worse than that situation? Because back then, I don't think we had more than what a trillion, a two trillion dollar worth of debt. Uh, that sucker's at thirty two, thirty four trillion. The word I get is going to be about forty trillion in about three or four years. So, how does that compare to then to now? Are we better prepared now? Or are we not as well prepared? Well, personally, I think we're in a worse situation because you had big Paul Volcker, the Fed, that was raising interest rates. But you also had Reagan cutting spending in the mm-hmm. White House. Yeah. So you had both working together to try to get inflation down. This time, I think I saw today that Biden's trying to approve another $400 million for gun safety, and he wants to give away student loans and all of this. Yeah. He wants to keep spending. So as a friend of mine said, that's like you're driving in your car with one foot on the brake and the other one on the accelerator. Yeah, and then you got all these crazy ideas of uh, turning everything electrical. Yeah, that's uh, really crazy. You know, Ford just announced today that they can't meet their targets. Now I, I knew they were going to announce that they just can't of uh, all these electrical vehicles. And California, as you well know, is saying now we can't uh, have the ability to do all of this. So it's just it's crazy. And it's going to cost people a lot more. So, you know, California, you California, it. let me stop you. California, I read today is they're getting ready to go through uh, ration again because they're trying to go to renewables and renewables can't do the job they need for as many people they had. So they're, going, they're putting their own people into a bad, bad, bad situation. Rationing energy when you really don't have to. It's no reason. But if you go green and you go electric, you will always have that. And it's going to be more expensive. And it's going to be more expensive. And, and let me tell you, uh, when they say, well, people need to buy a green car, well, Moon, I'll tell you, if you're going to go buy a green car, I'm not. Car, <laughs> I'm not. It costs $60,000, $60, and you're going to finance it over five years at 1500 a month. Yeah. Most people can't afford that. No, and I'm the not. other thing is, with inflation, it ticks through the system. Your insurance goes up, your medical insurance sure. goes up, every insurance goes up. So I'm telling you, more and more people are living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. And let me tell you, a retiree who retired last year, just think about this. They retired when Joe Biden went in office. And I'm not picking on Joe Biden. I'm just saying they retired December 2020, okay? And if they retired with a million dollars, they're Spending ability is now down to 800000 Wow. Wow. Rusty Cluche, my special guest. He's been in the banking industry for 50-plus years. We're talking nuts and bolts, folks. Like I said, uh, this guy's been around. He's, he's taught me a lot about it, too. Hey, one other thing, the interest rates. You know, they got so high back in the late 70s, early 80s. Where do you think they're going to stop with this? Because uh, it, this thing is skyrocketing right now, and I, I – Will they stop? Will they get to 12, 15, 25? I mean, what's going on? What are you hearing? I mean, you, you got a lot of well, friends in Wall Street. I, I, think the next, I think the next breaking point is going to be a, uh, a 10% prime. Mm. Uh, that would be 
if they raise federal funds rate another couple of points, that'll get you to a 10% prime. It's just something about double digits that has an effect on people. You know, it's kind of like a football game. You get a double-digit lead, mm-hmm. you feel a little more comfortable. Uh, so they would think that would stop a lot of people, slow down spending and whatever. But I can tell you, Moon, I've heard this more in the last week. I've been out of a couple of Mardi Gras balls and whatever. People complaining yeah. about guy. guy told me the other day, went to a fast food place, got two hot dogs, two Cokes, it was almost 20 bucks. Yeah. He said, you know, this is getting ridiculous. You know, I went and stopped and picked up my wife some tacos today. We got three tacos and a Mexican pizza and 20 bucks. Yeah. You know, anytime you go eat a fast food, it's 20 bucks. Yeah. Well, let, me ask you, let me ask you a question, you know. And I'm not a big fan. Yeah, I, I, I remember my first uh, vehicle that I bought was in 1984. I paid 14% interest rate, and I was pumped up about it. The first house I bought was another year or two, and I paid. I, got, I actually settled in at 10%, which was really good back then. People, young people have never seen interest rates as high as they are now. And you're telling me you hit 10%. You're going to shut a lot of stuff down because back then, Rusty, uh, a good vehicle was ten dollars or $12,000. But them days are gone. There's no ten dollars or $12,000 vehicle out there unless you're buying something that's about to blow up or run off the side of the road. So people got to understand these interest rates matter to business people that need payroll and, and things of that nature, have a line of credit. This, this is big, and that's not going to be pretty in the next year or two if this is where we're headed at. Well, you're absolutely right, Moon, and that's why I say they try to act like it's a different inflation rate at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue because they don't want people concentrating on it. But let me tell you, they all don't concentrate on it. And look, I don't know how many more times the president can go and empty all out the strategic petroleum reserve to try to keep the price of gasoline down. And he's pretty much, you know... He's deleting the whole thing. You've been driving a long time. Young people won't remember when you used to have to stick stick the dipstick in your car to check the oil. But I used to drive an old car. I did that. I did that that myself. I had to do that as well. Yes, and I would carry a couple of cans of oil in the trunk. Yep. Uh, Well, well, if you're out of oil, you're out of oil. And I think we're getting close to being out of oil. Uh, here's something else. Rusty Cliche, my special guest, banking business, and uh, he's dealt in Washington politics and for his politics, but I mean, he's dealt in banking all over the country. One of the other things that I'm interested in you getting your comment on is the stock market, because that sucker seems to be resilient. My question on the stock market, is it resilient because that's what people have put their money because they don't trust it anywhere else? Or is it resilient for another reason? Well, well, you know, Moon, people think the stock market is resilient, but but let me let me tell you this. I just said well, I know it can blow up, but I mean it's been resilient well, for, no, for, for a little while now. Point. Here's to be my point. Between twenty and twenty two, you had to make about an eighteen percent return on your portfolio to break even because mm-hmm. of inflation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Most people have lost money in the stock market the last fifteen months. Their sure. 401ks, their pension plans, whatever. And so if their stock, let's say you own stock, pick one, I don't know, Dow Chemical. If it didn't go up 10% last year, you lost money. Yeah. That's just a fact. 
Okay. So people say, well, you know, stock market went up 2%. Well, you know, that would be like you giving me a thousand dollars and I give you 200 back. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I say, well, you know, move, you got 200. Okay. The stock market is, is really got to keep going to stay up with, yeah. uh, <coughs> with inflation. And, and, and that's the problem. And, and, you got to remember too; it's not an American stock market. No, it is a world stock market, and uh, you know. So you got to see that. And I'm real worried. This just might be me, but what's going to come this spring when Russia, you know, really goes after Ukraine again? When we get the China effect? When we get some of these other countries moving around doing some stuff that could affect free trade? And, uh, you know, I'll just tell you, you know, I'm retired and I get all of my drugs. And I tell you, every drug I take comes from China. Yeah. So pretty much everybody does. And <laughs> you know, my- I don't know what's going to happen if that. Yeah. And if things yeah. go through the roof, if I got to get my blood pressure medicine, I'm going to pay whatever I got to pay. Yeah. The, the thing about it is what, what bothers me, if you're looking at the big picture, is that when these rogue countries and finances go crazy and China's not doing well and Russia's really not doing well and North Korea, and then we're not doing great. Unfortunately, it looks like somebody jumps up and say, let's start a war. Let's start a war to get everything back to normal up the road because you got to produce so much stuff, goods and services and everything grows. And uh, I'll be honest with you. I got a 21 year old kid. I don't want to see a war break out, but not just for my kid, for anybody. And, uh, you know, we got balloons flying across, and I tell people all the time, this cell phone that I'm on right now, that's a China product. They're probably listening to us right now. It's uh, We've depended on China a lot more than we should have, and it's one of the things that disappoint us. We were we an were independent country when it came to oil and gas and, and energy, and it was a great thing because that protects our sovereignty, but we're not there right now. President Biden came in and shut all that stuff down, all this new Green Deal hoax, which is a bigger lie than mask, uh, in my opinion, and it's, it's part of communism. We just kind of ran away from what makes America great, and that's drilling and, and being energy independent. That's what makes us good. That's what to keep our stock market and, and keep our people working is being energy independent. And yet we're not that anymore. Well, you know, and we got all this GSE crap they put out there which is really crazy, uh, you know, making people not make loans or investments that don't make any sense. But look, we've got real, real problems. I always remember, I think it was about 2004, 2005, was with a group of people who were with Alan Greenspan, and he made a comment I don't want to forget. He said, you know, the American people don't understand. A little Chinese kid don't wake up in the morning and say, I want to go work and bust my rear end so y'all can live better. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and, and, and that's, that's a fact of life. So, you know, I think we better be worried uh, about these countries and whatever. And the problem is we're not starting off in a very good situation here. So, uh, you know, I don't know uh, what happens, but, but inflation is, is very high. It is not let down. And, and, and but Rusty, can I can I stop you a second? Because you've been around longer than I have. What happens when you're you, if you're not strong, and we already run up all the debt you can run up, 
And Congress don't go back and, and let's go back to the 2019 budget before COVID. They spent all that money. Now they want to keep spending all that money. What happens in a war? Where are you going to get the money to fight a war if you already broke and you're 30, 40 trillion dollars in debt? I mean, I don't want to, I don't know about you, but I don't want to go through a Great Depression. I, I, I look, recessions are tough enough. I couldn't imagine going through a depression yet. As I watch this, I don't see how we're not going to be in a depression unless we get some grown-ups in the room to start doing something different than what we're doing now. Yeah, well, my my other problem is I'm not sure the will of the American people wouldn't be, well, you know, living under another country's rules wouldn't be that bad, you know. Uh, you huh. know, I mean, can you, can you believe that, what is it, 62% of the college graduates think socialism isn't that bad? Yeah. Uh, you know. And, uh, That's you your know, problem. Continue, you continue to teach it. You know, the highest educated country in the world is Cuba. Everybody over there got a college degree, but everybody over there is also brainwashed. And they're also, so also very poor. Very poor. But, you know, you learn to accept it. And, I mean, that's the thing. Mm. I mean, how I lived growing up, how you lived growing up, you know, your kids would think – that was a third world country if they had to go to the way we grew up. But, you know, that's just kind of how it is. And, 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 and people don't realize that in the, uh, from that standpoint. You know, and, and you got to remember, they will accept socialism before the young people will cut off their cell phones and their social media. I can tell you that right now. Oh, no, no. They would lose their mind. If tomorrow they said cell phones had to be thrown in the garbage, I'd be the happiest guy in the world. I would. It wouldn't bother me one bit. But I tell you what, to a generation that's younger than me, I'm going to say less under 40, maybe 40, 45. But under that, it would drive them nuts not to have a cell phone every day. It would drive them nuts not to be able to press a button and get what they want to get immediately. It's just the world we developed and what we've come into. But the sovereignty of the nation, if that's not important, and it doesn't look important to me anymore to, to people at a, the way they vote. I, I, I think it's the most important thing. But the way people vote, and we just had elections. There wasn't no referendum against Joe Biden. That yeah, the House went Republican by, by four or five votes. But the Democrats actually gained a seat in the Senate, and the people they put in there, Fetterman, Warnock, uh, uh, the, 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 you know, there's some other ones out there, but they put people in that these people are socialists or Marxists. I mean, they hate this country, and people voted for them. They got the most yeah. votes. <laughs> I see. Well, well, you know, the other thing, and I blame our generation and the next generation behind us. My wife is always on me and she says, Don't 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 talk about the bad things in the country when when uh young people around because they don't need to hear all of that. They don't need to know. They don't need to know. We're not telling them. You know, the parents are Dipping into their four hundred one k's, they're dipping into home equity, they're running up their credit card debt, rather than rather than physically tell their kids, we can't afford this. Yeah. Parents today would never tell their kids they can't afford this. Moon, your parents ever told you you just can't afford it? All the time, because kids want, and parents like to deliver. Rusty, listen, I appreciate it. You've been very informative. Anything else you want to add? Because I need to go ahead and shut it down. No, I really appreciate it. Let's, I tell you what I'd like to do, Moon. Let's do it again in May. Let's see what happens. All right, good. 
No, I'll be glad to bring you back. Rusty Cluche, banking business for 50-plus years, connections all over the United States of America. Anyway, don't forget, check us out. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Tell a friend. We appreciate it. God bless, and have an awesome day.